Hi, Michael Midas here. Welcome to the Mysterious Bluffs. So it's been months since I've done this podcast, and there's a good reason why. You see, I just got back from vacation in Guatemala. Now to fill you in on how I got there, I have to tell you about a friend. And he's a business associate. He deals in artwork from the developing world. He buys paintings, crafts, and pottery, things that catch his eye. But sometimes he discovers rare antiquities that date back hundreds of years. And that's how I got to know him. One day, about 10 years ago, he came in the store and started up a conversation about pre-Columbian ceramics from Peru. Now, I try to stay away from breakable things that are hundreds of years old. But when you have an ancient vase in your store, it's inspiring. It tickles the imagination. So I hopped on the Peruvian gravy train, bought a protective glass case, and it's still in my store, 10 years later. The art dealer's name is Adrian Van Gosenberg. Or Gusenberg. We're on a first-name basis, so I've never heard him pronounce his family name. He's in his 50s and has been in business for over three decades. To help find quality artwork, Adrian has made solid connections in the developing world. To keep the connections solid, sometimes he brings them gifts or goods they've asked for. This is where Guatemala comes in. This past winter, Adrian dropped by the store, which, to begin with, was strange. During the cold months of the year, he's almost always in a tropical country, far away from the snow and ice. During this visit, Adrian explained that he was headed to Guatemala to visit a friend of his. The man had invited Adrian to stay at his hacienda, which was located on a mountainside in the northern part of the country. Adrian invited me to join him, saying it was a great opportunity to see his business firsthand. He also mentioned that, outside of the airfare, everything was complimentary. We'd stay in the man's spacious home, on a property with a swimming pool, tennis court, horse stable, and beautiful view of the banana plantation in the valley below. I said, where's the beach? Well, he shook his head like I was asking for a trip to the moon and said, come see the real Guatemala. Horseback riding through the rainforest, bumping into tropical wildlife, drinking fresh coconut milk. I don't know what came over me. I said, sure, sounds like an adventure. I'll leave the antique shop with my assistant Jeeves, who, by the way, had just recovered from his Greenland flu shot. The thing is, there was a little catch to the trip. It wasn't a cut-and-dry adventure as one would expect. After our flight landed in Guatemala City, we'd take a taxi to a location on the outskirts of town, then hop in a delivery truck and drive four hours north. Now, I'd rather hop on an air-conditioned coach, but a deal is a deal, and I had to see the banana plantation. Of course, I had questions, starting with, who exactly is this ex-military man? Adrian grinned proudly. El Coronel Manuel Alejandro Ruiz Delgado. But since I was a gringo, Adrian said I could call him the colonel. That's fine, I said. One more thing, though. What's in the delivery truck? He said, nothing much. A few crates of military memorabilia. Apparently, the colonel collected old defunct weapons. I didn't like the idea. Driving around Central America with a truckload of military memorabilia, it didn't sound like fun in the sun. But the trip was still intriguing. 
I said, what exactly is in the crates? He goes, a couple old rifles and some hand grenades. I was like, hand grenades? Adrian shook his head and said, no worries, they're empty. The colonel is turning them into salt and pepper shakers. I said, not a bad idea. They'd be great for dinner conversation. That's when Adrian mentioned I had to do him one little favor. Tell the colonel my real name was Jack Rogers and I was the volunteer aid worker who helped Adrian get the military memorabilia. I asked, why don't you bring the real Jack Rogers? Adrian said, he just died a few weeks ago. By accident? Well, that didn't sound good. I asked, who was he volunteering to help? A starving shark? Adrian shook his head and said, It doesn't matter what happened. All you should care about is that the fake Jack Rogers gets a real vacation. So the flight was a little rough. Adrian insisted we fly the authentic way on a Central American airline. For lunch, we were served local cuisine. And the meal made me feel young again, like a child. Because to save on fuel, the pilot wasn't avoiding turbulence. So we were eating fish tacos in a bouncy castle. Thankfully, the trip was smooth sailing after we landed in Guatemala City. Except the taxi ride turned out to be a police car driven by a cop with a big mustache who asked if I'd ever met Barry Manilow. Hombre, you like the muchacho who sings Copacabana? I said no, but to make up for it, I'd get him a deal on salt and pepper shakers made from hand grenades. Anyway... When we arrived at the location, it wasn't what I expected. I wanted rent a car with a pop machine in the office and got run down warehouse with an armed guard and a bottle of X-Lax. He heard we flew the authentic way and the nice guy that he was, he wanted us to feel good. And I would have felt good if it weren't for the skull tattooed on his forehead. So Adrian and I hit the road pretty quick. We hopped in a covered pickup truck and drove down this cracked-up highway that hadn't been paved since the last earthquake. The road was surrounded by rough, close-knit jungle. I saw a parrot flying overhead. But Adrian wouldn't stop to take a picture unless it was a white balloon. Something blew up in the back of the truck, and everything went blank. When I woke up, I was lying on a stiff bed, and everything was blurry. I called out for help again and again. And finally, someone came in the room and ran their fingers through my hair. Just then, my eyes became clear. And standing over me was a bald Hispanic guy holding a bottle of suntan lotion. He was dressed in blue hospital scrubs. He goes, Amigo, tell me where the guns came from. Or you know what happens with the suntan lotion. Then... You wouldn't believe who came in the room. Two Japanese models dressed in leather. One was holding handcuffs and the other a ghetto blaster. She pressed the play button. Come on, just kidding. There was no explosion. Adrian and I delivered the military memorabilia and vacation for an extra six weeks. Fresh bananas for Jack Rogers. Thanks for listening to the Mysterious Bluffs.